Good afternoon. Good evening, Lafayette. I got to get used to saying that. Good evening. It is dark. It's cold. It's kind of misty. There's even some patches of fog out there. It is definitely an evening time feel. So good evening. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation or use the KPL app like Scott did as he's traveling along and he notes to us that, again, if you are driving along I-10 eastbound and you're east, uh, I'm sorry, westbound, is it westbound or east? You're driving east toward Henderson, you're going to notice that the, the roads become a parking lot. And that is, there's some construction going on in that area. It is, uh, it's not good. So you do need to be careful in that area. Just drive carefully. Some patches of fog seem to be making things difficult kind of in the area as well. But we have a lot to talk about. Of course, it is your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Find new roads with Service Chevrolet located at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey here in Lafayette. Let them help you with your automotive needs. So... A little while ago, put this up at kpl965.com. You'll find it exclusively with us. Tangipahoa Parish has uh, policies on the books that appear to allow schools to hide a student's gender identity if they are transitioning, they are transgender. Uh, those school policies that are in place in that parish appear to say it's okay for the schools to hide that from the parents. This was uh, obtained in a Freedom of Information Act request by the group Parents Defending Education. Um, one of the documents titled Guidance for LGBTQ Youth was dated October of 2020. It says if the student remains concerned about informing his or her parents, you should explore the basis for the student's concern and determine whether the concern triggers any child abuse reporting obligations. Another uh, document titled Transgender Students in Schools appears to originate from the National School Board Association's guidance on such things, which dates from 2016. It says, among other things, given the unsettled state of the law, you may choose to direct school staff who are unsure whether the parents are aware of the school's transgender status to refrain from uh, incautious disclosure of a student's transgender status. It may be wise to advise staff to limit discussions of a student's transgender status to situations where there is a legitimate or compelling need to do so. For example, to address school records, use of facilities, health concerns, safety issues including bullying or harassment, and where there is a legal duty to inform parents about their child's situation. So again, it is suggesting that it's okay to hide it from the parents. If the child doesn't want their parents to know that they are transgender, they are uh, assuming a new gender identity, it's okay to hide it from the parents if you suspect it might lead to a negative reaction at home. It implies that if you're worried about abuse in the home, you should report that. Well, actually, straight up says that. But it implies that if the child doesn't feel comfortable with that, you don't have to tell the parents. That is directly interfering in the parent-child relationship. 
um, parents defending education. Uh, one of, uh, let's see, Erica Sanzi, director for outreach for parents defending education, said there's no justification for deliberately deceiving parents. Facilitating a student's gender transition at school is a psychosocial intervention, and it should never happen without the knowledge and consent of the child's parents. Um, Malin Salabaria, director of community engagement for, the parent, for parents defending education, said these guidelines and parental exclusion policies reveal they're not only openly violating our constitutional right to be involved in crucial aspects of our children's lives and education, but sowing further distrust in the public school system. Just imagine if Tangipahoa Parish School System focused instead on collaborating with parents and community stakeholders to address the fact that only 29% of their students are proficient in reading and barely 18% can do math at grade level. These are appalling statistics that should refocus the school system's priorities and resources. Taking a little bit of a shot at the district's uh, performance. So we've talked about this subject before. Um, it's not okay to actively go out of your way to hide something from parents. No matter what you suspect, if a parent straight up asks you, and this policy isn't clear on it, but it kind of implies this is okay. If a, if a parent straight up asks you, you don't have to disclose it. Is my child, has my child come out as trans to you in your class? Teacher doesn't have to say so according to this policy in the way I'm reading it. And that's the way that a lot of teachers would read it. There is something going on in the country, and this is a, a pretty big situation. We're seeing more and more of these grassroots groups like Parents Defending Education. They're fighting for basic parental rights. I mean, this is just Parenting 101. You have a child in the school system. If the child is undergoing something as major as this, you don't hide that from the parents. If the parents need to know something about their child, if they are asking you about their child, if they are wanting to know if there's something that has changed about their child at school, you don't hide it from them. And that is what this policy is heavily implying, that you can if you suspect it's in the child's best interest, which it's not your call to make if it comes between your decision or the parent's decision. The parent, as the parent has the right to know and the right to be informed. You cannot get in between the child and the parent in that relationship. You cannot act as a surrogate to protect them from their own parents in that instance. Now, there are times when you do get involved in the case of abuse, in the case of uh, all sorts of social troubles, but this is not one of those things. It's not. This is one of those situations where you don't hide from the parents. You don't get in between the parents and the child's relationship. If you suspect that there might be abuse over it, that leads to a deeper problem that really does need to be taken to the authorities. Teachers are mandated reporters, and they have to go through that process. But that's not 
you can't just withhold that information from a parent without any indication. If you think the parent might overreact or anything, like you can't withhold it from the parent just because of that. If there's no other signs of abuse, there's no reason to suspect it in this case. But it's leaning heavily on that to try to justify hiding it from parents just because you never know how the parent might react and they might react abusively. If there's no other signs of it, there's no reason to assume that. And so there's no reason to hide it from the parents. But that's where we are in this big social fight. I don't have a problem with transgender students. I don't have a problem with a kid saying they're trans. I do have a problem with school systems going out of their way to try to hide things from parents as they have been exposed doing across the country. That's the problem I have. And that's what we're apparently seeing out of Tangipahoa Parish right now. Got some calls coming in, got some uh Some comments coming in on the app. We'll get to those in just a moment here on the Joe Cunningham Show. But first, we got to take this commercial break. Stick around. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number or use the KPL app chat if you want to get on the phone. Now, before we get to our phone lines, do want to remind you that this is your 5 o'clock news cruise. This hour is brought to you by Acadiana's number one Chevy dealer, nine years in a row. And they have been doing such a good job at it. Stop by and check out their huge selection today at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey. You can get it all there. New and used cars right there on the lot or go online to servicegm.com. You can get parts and service done right there. Body Shop, Collision Center, Fine Line, Custom Auto, The Wash. It's all there at Ambassador Caffrey. Go check them out. Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Find new roads with Service Chevrolet. They will be glad to help you with your automotive needs. Let's go to the phone lines now. We've got Miss Elizabeth on the line. Elizabeth, how are you today? I'm fine. I'm just angry because when I... Listen to you. I'm not angry at your show. I listen to it all the time. Well, thank you. But I'm angry to think that this is how far we've come. Years ago, the government was trying to tell us and the police department and all how to raise our children and not to spank or punish our children, that they could call the police on us. Well, you know what? If we would have told those people back then since you're telling us what to do with our kids, you take our kids to your house and support them and raise them the way you want to raise them. Then that would not be going on today for them to be wanting to hide their sexual, uh, telling the kids that they can hide their self in the schools and not including the parents in on it. Yeah, that's absolutely right. About, it's all about the Bible. It said in the Bible, spare the rod, spoil the child. Well, look how far we've come. All the children out there are now grown, and they're all spoiled rotten, and they're wanting to change their sex. Well, it's not just that. It's ridiculous. Did, did you see, because this, this is the thing that's blowing my mind right now. The same kids that were spared the rod have discovered Osama bin Laden's letter to America that he wrote uh, before he was taken out by uh, by the U.S. And kids on TikTok have discovered this, and they're saying, wow, he really had a point. This is 9-11's America's fault. This, this is this kind of society that we've led to when we have pulled back from those parenting roles and pulled back and allowed the schools to take over more and more. This lack of education, lack of yeah. knowledge, and just lack of control. You're so right. 
it, it's really, really mind-boggling. Elizabeth, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that that's the thing that's kind of freaking me out today. Mo, I, I wanted to get to it, but this, this Tangent Poa Parish thing kind of came up. Maybe we'll get to it uh, in the next segment. But, y'all, TikTokers have discovered what Osama bin Laden wrote about America, and they think that he was right. This has left me very disillusioned, one of them said, and I feel the exact same way I felt when I, I felt when I was deconstructing Christianity, one person said on TikTok. And they encouraged others to go read the letter. The Guardian actually took that letter down, and so now it's just kind of feeding this idea of a conspiracy even more. All right, um, let's see. Let's go to the app because I know a few of you guys had some comments there. T-Don, pa- these parents that are that are outraged by this, they're going to end up on a terrorist watch list and called bigots and racists by the Southern Poverty Law Center. The Southern Poverty Law Center is one of the most hateful organizations out there. They're a far-left organization that loves to call conservatives uh, racist, bigots, like, likes to uh, put them on watch lists, and then crazed leftists like the guy that went and shot up the, uh, the uh, what was, what was, they, they went and shot up, they, they, the, the guy went and he went to shoot up uh, one family group. Their headquarters was in, I think, Atlanta. And he, his intent was to go in there and shoot up and kill everybody and then stuff a Chick-fil-A sandwich in their mouth. And thankfully, he, he was not successful. He was stopped by security. But that's the kind of thing the, the Southern Poverty Law Center is actually incited. They've never really been held accountable for that because the left and the media won't hold them accountable when they're going after conservatives. That's the kind of thing. You're absolutely right, Tidon. These parents and, and the parents, def- parents defending education, they're already being labeled as a hate group. They're already being labeled as bigots. They're being labeled as transphobic. They, they're a national grassroots organization, and they've been doing a lot of work on this all over uh, and they've been trying to push back against what a lot of these schools are doing, and the result is they're 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 winning in a lot of places. They are getting parents on school boards. They are pushing back against school board policies. But yeah, the Southern Poverty Law Center is absolutely going to label them as bigots and and push to get them uh, listed as a hate group. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a moment here on the Joe Cunningham Show News Talk ninety six point five KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation or use the KPL app chat. If you don't have the KPL app, go download it right now because not only do you get to listen live or, or chat with the show, our top stories, they get sent to you through notification. Our uh, All of our stuff is there for you to check out. You need to go check out the KPL News app today. Let's go over to the phone lines now. We've got Rob on the line. Rob, how are you today? Hey, my friend. How are you? I'm on top of the dirt, and I can't ask for much more than that. Hey, I'm right there with you, my friend. Well, here's my concerns with our new younger generation is that they're not really focused on what they're doing now and what they're putting out there on the Internet Mm -hmm. and how it's going to impact them in the next phase of their life. So we now have a movement where – they're going on TikTok or whatever social media preference they have to talk about how Osama bin Laden's letter and how America is wrong. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's going to look to a recruiter 15 years from now whenever they're applying for a job? 
it's not going to look good unless that recruiter is, is part of the same TikTok generation. That's my bigger worry. Well, you're right. But at the end of the day, that recruiter is still going to have a boss that's you mm-hmm. and I's age who wants to have a better public perception for their company and doesn't want to have individuals working for them that have blasted the American economy, the American way of doing things, and sided with a terrorist yep. on social media because it was the popular thing to do in November of 2023. And, and here's the thing about all of that. So the, the app of choice right now is TikTok. There's actually studies that are showing that the, the other social media networks, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, uh, a lot of these other social media networks, they're not being used for news dissemination as much anymore. Now it's TikTok and it's shooting up and TikTok is controlled by the Chinese Communist Party and the Chinese military. And they're controlling their algorithms. algorithms. They're the ones pushing this stuff out to our kids. So our kids are not only taking part in this in these crazy notions that Osama bin Laden had a point and that 9-11 was our fault, but they're doing so because the Chinese Communist Party wants them to believe that. You know, the easiest way for them to be able to go through and advance to be a better culture and a better world power than we do is to indoctrinate our youth. We're mm-hmm. already doing our fair share because our government can't do anything, right? Right. Um, but, you know, hey, let's just let's just allow the next world superpower to have a little bit more impact on our children. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a great thing to do for America. If you can't hear my sarcasm, it's there real strong. <laughs> I can hear it, and I hope others can hear it. But it, it, it's really – I'm reading some of the things that were said on TikTok. I'm, I, I have the TikTok app. I use it, but I use it like I use other social media um, except for Twitter, and I just like scroll through stupid videos. And the algorithm knows not to send me stupid stuff because I vote it down immediately. But our kids don't know how to how to how to handle the algorithm like that. And the algorithm is trained to push these types of things on kids during COVID. The algorithms were pushing a lot of the trans stuff and all these videos of these influencers saying, "Hey, you're not what everybody's been telling you you are. You're something different. And you need to be proud about it. You need to go ahead and transition all this." And and here we are now, just. A couple years later, and you have kids on TikTok who are saying the actions of 9-11 and those acts committed against the USA and its people were all just the buildup of our government failing other nations. That's an actual quote from a TikTok user. It Osama bin you know, Laden was right. It's all our fault. That's what they're all saying right now. This goes hand in hand with the Free Palestine movement that's happening at some of our most prestigious universities across the country. I I just it boggles my mind how they cannot think that their actions will have consequences Mm -hmm. and the Internet never forgets. I I just I I, I can only I I can only fathom how bad it will be to be a hiring manager 20 years from now. Oh, I mean, it's already awful. We've we've seen a lot of these, especially the Ivy Leaguers and the kids, at these prestigious universities. They've been whining and crying because they've had. Uh, job offers from law firm, top law firms rescinded. They have lost job opportunities because they're so public and vocal about a lot of this. We're already seeing it from businesses, major companies. Uh, uni- some universities are trying to just shut it down because they see the underlying anti-Semitism and everything in this inciting with terrorists, and they don't want that to be part of their law firm or their company or, or their school or whatever. I mean, it's just, I mean, basically with the way some of our universities are acting, as as, uh, 
a guy named Stephen Miller, not not the one that worked for Trump, but another one on Twitter, pointed out it's just a shame that Osama didn't live long enough to get tenure because that's how a lot of these universities are acting. Wow. I, I just, you know what, it, it, I, I almost want to encourage the youth that, I, that I, I'm, I'm familiar with to, I don't know, maybe have a, a conversation face-to-face and keep your opinions off the Internet for the next you know, forever. Yeah, I'd I, I, not be a bad idea. It, it's not a bad idea. Again, I use social media primarily to look at and share stupid memes because I don't want to be inundated with all the stuff that's corrupting a lot of the rest of society around us. Rob, thank you very much for the call. Appreciate it. Even though, sir, I don't want to be inundated with all. All right, 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. Beth on the app says, it's not just the kids, it's society. We have an entitled attitude, and these kids see what we as adults do when we were growing up. If our teachers or principals made a threat, it was followed through. You're absolutely right. Part, and, and part of it is I'm a, I'm a millennial. I know my generation is largely at fault for some of this, but that that is where we are. In terms of it just kind of started with millennials and, it, and it's gone on in that we, we have this entitled attitude as a society. And we, we kind of lost that. idea. You know, one of the things that made the American identity great was this idea of being responsible for yourself. I mean, the whole idea of the American dream is to hold yourself accountable, work as hard as you can. And build yourself into something that you and the rest of your family and your country can be proud of. And now we've got a bunch, and it's it's a lot, it's a lot of entitled, rich, trust fund kids, a lot of kids who went through these elite systems, who have been inundated with all this stuff from elites who went through the same systems before them, and the result is just wave after wave of people who have been taught to believe something. They weren't, they weren't educated. They weren't given facts. They were taught to believe a certain thing, indoctrinated in these things. And the result is a bunch of kids who are historically and factually ignorant, who are now the ones, as Rob pointed out, about to go out into the workforce and find a very cruel and unfeeling workforce that doesn't give a damn about their thoughts on Israel because they're siding with terrorists, the kids are, not Israel, the, the, that the kids are siding with terrorists. And part of this, look what happened yesterday. There was a pro-Palestine, a pro-Hamas protest at the Democratic National Committee headquarters in Washington, D.C. There were Democrat congressmen inside that building when a protest turned violent, Capitol Police were injured. And the Democrats are unaware that they are the ones who have, who, who have allowed, fomented this, this kind of, of just violent protesting to go on. You don't see this. You don't see this in, in, in largely Republicans... You don't see largely Republican protests turning violent like this. There's one big example otherwise. But other than that, what and what we're seeing over and over, cities on fire. Police getting attacked. 
all of these horrible things that are happening at these leftist demonstrations and the media remains silent and the Democrats don't know how to respond because they're the ones who have encouraged this type of violent blowback when the government doesn't do what these kids say. 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. We'll take our final break. We'll get back and wrap up the show with more here on the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 232-1542 is the number, or you can send a message through the app like Bonnie did on the app, and Bonnie's absolutely right. Um, I need, uh, and I've, I've said I've used it a couple times. Um, I am going to be uh, doing the responsible thing. I'm going to be getting rid of TikTok on my phone. Um, and, and really, there is no value to me using it. Uh, I get a lot of the same content from the other apps with less harmful algorithms. So you're right, Bonnie. It, it's children. Children may be listening, and if I, on the radio, am saying that I have the app and use it occasionally, uh, you know, that's that's not helpful. So you're right. I'm going to do the responsible thing. I am going to delete the app from my phone. Um, and if if any of y'all adults out there listening are doing it, it's, it's time that, that we really start stepping up. Because, again, it's becoming one of the fastest growing uh, news sources for a lot of our youth. And there's two ways to to fight back on it. One is through the government restricting it, which is something Donald Trump tried to do, and he was stymied on it. Uh, but a, a full-on government ban of the app or forcing the company to sell it um, and get rid of the Chinese influence and move it back here, that would be preferable, I think. But the, the overall problem is the algorithm. See, Nikki Haley has been taking a lot of heat for the getting rid of anonymity on social media thing. And and not a lot of people have focused on the fact that right before that, she said that social media networks need to be transparent with their algorithms. And she's absolutely right on that. Nikki Haley was absolutely right in declaring that social media networks need to make the processes and functions and the things that go into their algorithms transparent so we all know what information is going in and how our information is being used. We have a lot, a lot of problems socially that are caused by social media. TikTok is a tool of the Chinese government, of the Chinese Communist Party, the Chinese government, the Chinese military. Twitter is a hellhole. Facebook has not done enough to combat, or I say Facebook, Meta has not done enough to combat its impact on kids and, 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 uh, and their mental health. Facebook does not do a whole lot to control misinformation. Instagram has a huge negative impact on children's, especially young girls' mental health. None of these apps have worked very hard to fix the issue. 
And we do need, I don't want to say full-on regulation, because I think that's a mistake. But I do think that being more transparent with the algorithms and the type of information that these apps are using, I think that's a critical first step in not only getting the social media apps in line and stop getting and stop allowing them to be so dangerous. But it's also a good first step in showing our kids that we are taking these things seriously, that our government is taking these things seriously, that we as parents are taking things seriously. And whether or not I use an app or you use an app or our kids use the app, we as parents need to be doing a better job at monitoring And I know as much as we say, don't let screens babysit your kids, that's often said by a lot of folks who either have grown kids who grew up without a lot of these screens as they are now or people without kids. Because anybody with young kids right now, you know how easy it is to fall into that. You've got so much on your plate with work, laundry, cooking, etc. It's easy to let a screen babysit a kid. But we need to do a better job of monitoring, of regulating that in our own homes. And it starts with identifying these apps that are problematic. Anyway, that's it for me. You guys have a fantastic day. We are almost to the weekend. We are almost to Thanksgiving week. Kids, if you are listening, and teachers, if you're listening, because I know a few of you do, Congratulations, you are almost a Thanksgiving break. It's a well-earned break. I think they should have given you a break starting this past Wednesday, but they don't listen to me over at Central Office, but I think they should have. You guys have a great day. Follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show. Email Joe at RedState.com. The podcast is going live in a few minutes. You can listen to that over on Substack. Find the Joe Cunningham Show on Substack or anywhere that you get your podcast, be it Spotify, uh Apple, wherever, but if there's a chance, if you get it through one of those services and you have a chance to give it a rating and a review, please do because that helps the show grow. You guys have a great day. I will talk to you again soon here on the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL.